Welcome to Kings of the North. Let's go. This is uh, Rob with an H. Um, good to be with you. Um, I'm joined by Professor Pigskin. Very happy and energetic, as you might expect. And normally this would be the time that I would be introducing a presumably despondent beefcake. Um, but he's not here. Um, no, he's not. He has not responded to any of our texts, calls, emails. Um, yeah, we're... Uh, we're kind of we're a little confused as to what's going on. Um, yeah, but, but we got to go forward. Uh, the show must go on. Um, yeah, with or without the beefcake, we hope he's okay. I guess. I mean, like, uh, I guess for his family's sake, I suppose we are. Like, it wouldn't. Well, the Kings of the North is a family. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. Uh, he's just kind of like that that uncle you love to hate type of thing. But um, yeah. he's part of the family nonetheless. Right? I. I wonder if Bjorn Bjornsson has something to do with this. Oh. This, I don't know if there's any kind of retribution for everything we said about him. Yeah, he was pretty critical last of Bjorn. night. Um, I don't know. Uh, my, my new business associates, I wouldn't put this past them either, but I don't know why they target the beefcake hmm. necessarily. Wait. Um, what business associates are you? T- look, look, forget I said that. Just forget I said that. Okay. Just All right. Rob Signs is a. We're on the level. We're we're not involved in any, you know, shady. We're we're completely legitimate. Yeah. Regardless, okay. we hope for the best. And Beefcake, if you're out there, you know, we'd love to have you back. Um, love to. If there's some issue, we'd love to talk it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, get to the bottom of it. Um, and move forward, you know, with Kings of the North. Um, but we're going to go forward, like we said. Uh, so let's uh, go to the bar, I guess, just the two of us. Yeah, it's, um, uh, I have to drink double today. Uh, his absence will be felt here. Right. Um, I mean, I it feels weird to talk about the a Vikings-Packers game without Beefcake, and yeah, I'm worried that without him to kind of counter you a little bit this is going to be really unbearable but why don't you go ahead and talk about uh vikings beating the packers well well first i just want to say that now that i'm you know part of green bay packers ownership i think you can expect a lot of like fair and unbiased objectivity coming from me uh there in this <laughs> upcoming welcome. rant about how the be vikings a welcome change kick the shit out of the packers hell yeah just ran up and down the field on these sons of bitches delvin cook had like what a million yards two million yards who can count um let's start ordering drinks right away obviously right away um i'm ordering odin's gift um odin well known for being Odin's gift yeah it's a nice little beer um that's an odin as you may know is well known for only having one eye but being all powerful and i'm sliding that down to old one eye himself mike zimmer uh the defensive Uh. god who wrangled a masterful performance out of seven rookie defenders, four of them who played defensive back. Just just brilliant. Just to kind of a patchwork defense against, you know, MVP frontrunner Aaron Rodgers. Like, uh, just really just super impressive. Mike Zimmer, you can be here for life as far as I'm concerned. Um, this is really impressive. I think you'd agree with that. Um, 
I really don't give a shit, but... Oh. Um, well, I got more. Don't Go ahead. Just, All right. Well, so for the next drink... It just, just doesn't feel right not having cake uh, here. I mean, frankly, I'm kind of enjoying having this kind of like the open mic. I don't feel like I'm fighting for him. He's not like trying to put me in a headlock um, or anything while, while I'm talking. Um, he probably talk about stats a lot, and so I'm just really looking forward to just kind of like owning owning the show from now on. Uh, so let's go into the next drink. It's a Curly Lambo Belgian Blonde Ale from Del- uh, for Delvin Cook because uh, he was Lambo leaping all over um, Green Bay Field after his four, yes, count them, four touchdowns, uh, making that punk-ass uh, Green Bay defense look like a bunch of, um, I don't know, what's the term for a bunch of people who aren't good at tackling? Because whatever that is, that's what the Green Bay defense is. That's for dang sure. They suck. Um, and, you know, let's keep on going. Let's keep on going. Um, you may have heard of the brewery, Bad Weather Brewing, located out of St. Paul. Uh, I'm going to open up a branch in Green Bay because, you know, there's a little wind out, and apparently Aaron Rodgers can't throw in the wind because Green Bay, uh, their fans um, and their players are all soft, um, and they can't even deal with a little bit of wind. Uh, apparently, like, the wind threw Aaron off, and it's just, you know, it's just really pathetic to see that. So, Bad Weather Brewing Company in Green Bay to maybe give them a little bit of spine back because uh, they're clearly lacking it. Um, yeah, those are my drinks right away. Um, boy, I can keep on going here, too. Uh, you guys might have heard a bunch of booze being piped in. Um, you know, like with the Vikings of the score, you'd hear like the, you know, over the broadcast, um, the TV networks kind of like are piping in booze to make it feel like an at-home experience. And I felt like the booze were incredibly loud on Sunday, emulating uh, Lambeau Field very successfully. In fact, you know, I swear to God, I heard it sounded kind of like the Beefcake family's living room in there. Um, just all those booze. Uh, exact same sound as far as I'm concerned. And so... That talks, brings us to the Packers ownership group. Um, as you know, I'm a Green Bay Packers owner. And let me tell you, Rob with an H, it is in shambles oh. right now. Oh, sorry. I, oh. I kind, of, I kind of dozed off there. Oh, well, don't worry. I still got a couple of things to finish what? up with. Um, oh, okay. Well, well, just. I was about to give let you. Let me my, know when you're done. I was about to give you my owner's report. Um, uh, the, the ownership group um, is in shambles. All right. Um, the defensive committee is discussing whether or not to fire uh, Mike Patine because uh, no one in that defense can tackle, and it's clearly his fault. Uh, Beefcake would agree with me, I'm <sighs> sure. Uh, the offensive ownership group is discussing whether or not to, who to, they should fire because they didn't draft any wide receivers in the first round. Like, I told them to. Um, you know, maybe one of them could have caught one of Aaron's <sighs> wild fourth down pass attempts. It's all chaos. Everyone's going to get fired. Um, it's just terrible over here. Um, so, it's... This brings me to the, the question I'm sure that's on your mind, Rob. Um, where do the Vikings go from here? Um, and I have an answer to that. Let me tell you the Minnesota Vikings' upcoming <sighs> schedule here. Man. They got the Lions, the Bears, the Cowboys, the Panthers, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, the Bears again, the Saints again, and then the Lions. Uh, I slept on my neck wrong or something. Yeah, it sounds bad. I'm sorry. Um, and so in those nine games, I see your Minnesota Vikings winning seven of them, only losing to the Buccaneers and Teddy Bridgewater's Panthers to put them at the end of the season at nine and six. That's right, folks. A seven and two finish to your Minnesota Vikings season puts them at nine and six was just enough to make the playoffs. Now they're just seven seeds. So, um, uh, yeah, the Vikings are playoff bound. That's all I got to say about that. Hell of a game. Huh? Hell of a game. God damn, it feels good to be alive. Let's go. What? Um, 
Oh, sorry, we're recording. Yeah, uh, no, this is this is good. This feels good. I think it's like my best segment yet uh, by myself. I kind of felt like I got <sighs> finally got to hit my stride. No one was interrupting me. Um, man, it feels good. Um, sorry, I'm, uh, any questions, comments, or concerns? I'm just really tired. Just uh, oh, is this, the sign Rob's, Well, Rob signs is kind of uh, a little bit more of a evening operation mm. at this point. Our business is, you know, done from uh, from dusk until dawn. So, just still getting my uh, circadian rhythms and everything back in whack. Um, well, well, here's here's your sign: Vikings rule, Packers drool. Put that one. Print it. What? 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 Oh, oh, you were making a joke. Oh. Okay. I mean. Oh. Okay, um, I, would, I would, I would hang that sign. I'm okay, um, we're you're done. I, I mean, I, th- I assume you'd have some questions, or um, I, you know, I, wanted me to expand a little bit on some of the things I brought up. You talked for like ten minutes. Isn't that how much more could be said? Oh, well, let me. No, no that's not. A, that's a rhetorical question. Don't. Oh. Don't hey. actually. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm not that interested, honestly. Um, well, well, you should be because uh, Vikings are looking no, over your no, lion's shoulders. Just, just don't, 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 don't. But don't, don't. The don't, lions are only don't one game ahead. Don't. After losing just, to the just Colts. Just, Okay, let's talk about the Lions. Uh, they lost to the Colts. Um, yeah. I watched this game. Finally, got some time off. Um, yeah, man. Again, just doing a lot of a lot of business. All work, no play, Rob. You got to be careful. Well, I've got a big. Let's just say the circumstances aren't don't lend itself to a lot of play right now. But all, um, all your organs are attached still, yes. And for now, well, as long as I make my number. That's good. But anyway, the Lions, um, you know that every game this season, the Lions have scored first? Whoa. It's crazy. They're the only team in the NFL to do that. The quick strike um, kitties. That being said, they've lost four of those. So, you know, I guess that it hasn't been a winning recipe necessarily. Um, really, this game came down to about a five-minute stretch where the Lions just completely fell apart. Um, Stafford got... uh, He fumbled. Colts score. Lions get the ball back. First play of the drive, pick six. That's a a uh, tough one, too. And then all of a sudden, you're down three scores. Um, And, yeah, that was uh, all she wrote, pretty much. Like I said, Um, there's not a lot of plays in the playbook for that, uh, that one. Right, right. But uh, that being said, I do think, you know, Colts are a really good team. Um, and, yeah, it's disappointing, but not. I'm not super dispirited by it, um, especially with a, uh easy win coming up next week. So, because if anything, we've learned well, that the Vikings, the Vikings will, they don't rise to the occasion. They, like... Stoop to the occasion. Well, like they will crawl 
down and they will lose. I mean, so, that was the old Vikings, but we got um, these are the, your new 2020 uh, Vikings. Let's keep it quick, I think, please. Um, I think keep it quick. this is the year that the script will be flipped. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, let's talk about the Bears. Um, they lose to the Rams pretty convincingly. Um, yeah. I've said it before. I've used the analogy that the uh, the clock has struck midnight on the Bears mm. and their beautiful carriage that took them to the ball to meet Prince Charming has turned into a rotting, disgusting pumpkin. Yeah, it's it's fetid. It's gross on the inside. Um, what the Bears? It's are not talking, roadworthy. Yeah, no, it's it's. The axles are all loose and they're all rotten. <laughs> um, yeah, what well, they're five and three right now. I, I I see them losing out. You know, we got a, a five and eleven. They're not going to lose out. Well, who are they going to beat? Well, maybe Vikings. the Packers. No, no, no. Do you realize how big of a sap you are sometimes? Like one win and all of a sudden you. You know, I can't tell if it's a bit or not. It's it's a, a complicated formula that I have here. Um, that if you allow me to get my black, I shouldn't have brought it up. About it's it's the um, the combination of this just doesn't feel the right. Packers and then yeah, honestly, like I'm I'm kind of starting to go off, and I'm I'm kind of almost like I want to be interrupted by Beefcake, so that I don't have to like finish my point. And now that he's like not here to interrupt me, I kind of like don't know where I'm going. And we've known that all along. Well, it's news to me. Like I think I let you go for like you talked for like s- six minutes straight earlier. I don't think you made a single cogent point. Yeah, you know, I just the what entire I, time. What, what, in just my verbal diarrhea. When I when I planned it out, like I was like, this is going to be good, you know. And then like you, you you start going, it's like a train, and like, the momentum builds up, and then like you just crash. That's it. You don't. You can't. There's no brakes. Beefcake is my brakes. He's the brakes on the show. You know, he brings the discourse down to the level it needs to be at. I. Yeah, I'm. We're in trouble, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is not. This is not good. It, it's it's really struck me like how um, much how much we need him. Like he should be sitting here like shitting on the bears, just like jubilant like a child. And I don't know. I really don't know. I'm worried. Yeah. I'm worried. I mean, I got enough worries in my life without and all of a sudden this beefcake situation happens, you not answering texts or calls. You couldn't ask, like, one of your associates? Like, I, I don't really know much about them, but they seem I'm, capable, well, well-connected. I mean, I could, I could ask, but I would probably... Look, those people don't track people down unless they're going to do something bad to them. Oh. And oh, I don't I. think that's uh, that's right. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I think you get the picture. I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's very serious. Wow. Look, look um, I think we need to take a break. Yeah. And we need to, mm. you know, keep pounding the phones. Yeah. Um. Maybe uh, maybe check out Tinder. Okay, yeah. There might be some breadcrumbs there. 
Yeah, uh, KOTN Nation. I know there's a lot of women uh, listeners out there. If you want to open your Tinder app and uh, search for Beefcake for us. Yeah. That would, well, he's it, never far from yeah. Tinder. Yeah, just um, if he keeps on like remaking his accounts so he can keep on liking you. So it should be pretty easy to find him. Yeah, um, he's. I'm sure he spammed you. In, in um, the meantime, like before the next segment, can we like get deep into our bench and maybe bring somebody in? Uh, yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, just in all the hubbub, I forgot that we've got uh, Chad from Oshkosh, one of our uh, no, really good guy, really okay. good guy. Yeah, knows football. Big a former former player. Um. And he's going to have uh, – he's going to kind of update us on where he's at because he's been trying to get back into the game as a player. But I think he's got some updates for us um, on his uh, his career. And he's going to have some thoughts on that. And so I think that'll uh, – you know, you, I think we're finding we're not going to be able to completely fill the void from Beefcake. But this will this will help. Yeah. So why don't we uh, – yeah. Why don't we take a break, make a couple calls, right. and we'll be back with uh, with Chad from Oshkosh. All right, perfect. Stay with us on Kings of the North. We're back on Kings of the North. Let's, Thanks for coming let's go. Uh, Professor Pigskin, still yes. uh, still trying to figure out where Beefcake is. Yeah, yeah. Like, please, please, like, if you have any signs of him, like, like, let us know. We're really worried. <laughs> You're out there. Um, give us, uh, give us a call. You know, let's talk it over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we soldier on. Um, and with us, uh, one of our favorite guests, uh, we have Chad from Oshkosh. Welcome, Chad. Yeah, hello, fellas. Good to good to hear from you. Yeah, good to have this, you with us. Um, now, um, like we were talking about before the break, um, you know, as we got to know you over the last couple of years of you being on the show, we'd known mm-hmm. that you were attempting a comeback into football. Um, and you had some injuries and everything, but there's been some developments with that, and uh, why don't you tell us about them? Yeah, fellas, you know, um, you can only take so many trips to the ER, so many visits um, oh, to urgent no. care before you just oh, no. uh, you just decide to hang them up, or or <sighs> someone someone forcefully tells you to hang them up, oh. right? But but I'm I'm choosing to call it something out of my own volition, oh. and and that's my retirement for the game. Wow, um, right? Say it wow. so. Yeah, well, you know, I. I have set a record. I have played for every single WIAC team <laughs> for, mean, for at least a spring camp or a fall semester. Yeah, that'll never and, be broken. Um, that's, yeah. Go no, down so, Yeah, I've got a lot of reunions to attend, so those will all be fun. And um, <laughs> I've moved on to the world of coaching, like oh, so many former players. Wow. Breaking news. Oh. Yep, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, I'm coaching at uh, uh, George Bush Senior High School and um, George H.W. Bush High School, and uh, I am the yeah. running backs coach there. Thank you for your so service. I'm, wow. 
I'm I'm guiding all the young runners, trying to basically have them help them have an identical experience to mine, identical in every way. Okay. Yeah. So that's really noble of you. First of all, I think it would be appropriate that we now name this segment uh, Chad's Coaching Corner. Yeah. Yes. Here it is. So why don't you – can you go over some of the the strategies, the life lessons, you know – Give it, give it. Yeah. There, there's a lot yeah, of yeah. lot of young talent listening to our podcast, looking for like good football advice, mm-hmm. um, and maybe you can kind of help them make a career. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. And I've, I've, um, you know, I've had the advantage of being coached up by so many great football minds, and right, you know, whether sober or not, you know, they've they've carried on a mm-hmm. lot. Of, they've imparted a lot of wisdom to me, and I just soaked it all up. Like a, like a sponge behind the bar, just wiping the counter clean. Sure, you know? sure, yeah. So, um, yeah, I've got some Chad from Oshkosh uh, coaching mantras, coaching tips. Um, first one, you know, I told this to, I told this to my boy uh, Cooper. I told him, look, kid, uh, if you get your bell rung, that's only one note. Most good songs have at least a couple notes, mm. so get back in there. Mm. Good call. So you know, if you hear the bells, I think that's a good sign because. Uh, music is the spice of life, and um, why don't you play a few more bells, right? Yeah. I like that. That's like multidiscipline knowledge. You're bringing in music and sports together. Um, yeah, just uh, can't help but think of Beefcake. He would be bringing up Hell's Bells right now. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You uh, want to be hearing sorry. multiple bells. You got them ringing. I mean, I hate that song, but it's awful. <laughs> Truly awful. But anyway, continue, Chad. Um yeah, and then uh, I told my boy, uh, my boy Braxton here. I told him, "Look, kid, if you throw the ball the farthest, you get to be the quarterback. Uh, if you run the fastest, you get to be the running back. But there's no starting spot for getting an A on the econ test, so stop worrying about that shit." Mm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's about priorities, isn't yeah. it? It's, it is. He comes about supply and demand, and you demand that you supply better effort in the football field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you're good enough at a sport, you know, you'll pass your classes. Yeah, you, you know, know all about that. Look! Look! If you give a shit, look. If you care that much about economics, go run the uh, go run the concession stand. All right, I'm sure they could do some math over there. It, you know, yeah. Go go run those, their books. Those point dexters. Yeah, audit the books of the concession stand. I'm sure it's a little dirty. Yeah. Um, it's important to exclude people at your school. Uh, walk around with a box of donuts mm-hmm. and give one each to your old lineman and anyone else who's cool, like the quarterback yeah. or the star receiver. That way people know the difference between regular kids. Uh, you know, I told my guy, uh, I told my guy Clayton, I told him, uh, nobody cares about the regular kids. You got to know the cool guys. Cause the cool guys all have the donuts. So right. if the cool guys are walking around the school, the donuts, you know, who's cool. Yeah. No, that makes yeah. sense. Um, can we, can we get into Very the donuts cool. a little bit more? Like what kind of donuts are we talking about? Like oh beef, boy, beefcake hates donuts, so we all want to take the opportunity to get into donut talk. Uh, yeah, if um, I mean, if you're in say like a say like a Winona, you know, you'd want to go with the Blados donut. Oh no question. sure. Um, like depends on the community. I think depends on the community. I mean, Cub Foods never let me down. To be honest, right? Uh, best kept secret. Um. That's mm. a, I feel like you got to give like bear claws to the offensive lineman because they're like big doughy. Um, but mm-hmm. you need something that kind of like frosted and sleek for the quarterback, right? Yeah, maybe like a, 
Yeah, maybe like a glazed, your traditional glazed. Yeah. Or or is being thoughtful uh, kind of lame? Am I am I getting this wrong? Yeah, it's kind of pussy. Like yeah, I I think yeah. I would just um you know, you just get the donuts and you don't care too much about it's the frosting or sprinkles or other other, you know, uh, soft soft things like that. It's right. the gesture itself. This is mm-hmm. why you're the coach and I just That's uh, right. a podcast That's right. guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh here's one for uh I gave this one to my boy uh, uh, Remington. I told him, "Listen, oh. Remington, uh, mm. when you go on a recruiting 22. visit to these to these UW schools, exactly, he's number twenty-two. Stay in uh, stay in touch with the gals you meet on these recruiting visits. You know, you might be a might meet a nice gal from Oconomowoc or West Salem or Monroe, <laughs> Ashland, sure. Hilbert. You know, maybe even New Holstein, who you share a twenty-four pack of Schmidt Light with, oh. and." Mm. You might go to that school and shit. She's already divorced and back on the scene by her senior year. You know, so so never close the book all the way. Although, well, you should close most books because most books suck and you shouldn't read them. <laughs> yeah. um, but Except the playbook. Well, you always want the playbook open. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Where people can see you reading it too, so they know. Yeah, yeah. So so you know what I'm saying is you meet a gal on these recruiting trips, probably at a at a kegger or, or something similar. And, uh, you know, there's a good chance she's married by the time she's 19, 20, 21. But if you stick around, you go to that yeah. school, check in with her by senior year. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, divorce rate is through the roof. Right. She might be back on the market. That's your move. Yep. All right. That's good. That's smart. And then I told, uh, I told my boy uh, Trigger and uh, my other boy, uh, John, boy, um, John Boy. I said, look, John Boy, don't uh, – Speaking of books, don't don't buy any books. All right, college classes always tell you read about eighty five pages a night. They never talk about them in the next class, so just get used to it immediately and stop reading all books. Uh, if you catch yourself reading anything for more than three minutes, stop it immediately. I only read tweets from Chris Collinsworth and Terry Bradshaw, and mm, yeah. when you, when you add them all up over the course of a Sunday, that's that's basically a few chapters, right? Yeah, now. that's so, the book of football. Yeah, so just stop reading. Basically, stop reading books. They're too expensive, especially at the college level. They're too expensive. Professors never going to talk about them. Um, I don't know. Do you fellows concur with that one? I mean, I feel like that's kind of a kind of a college hack. I um, one thing that you might do is mm-hmm. you take a book and you like hollow it out, yeah. and it's a great place to store your pot. Ooh! Oh, yeah. You oh, do my. need that post game. Uh, anesthesia right yeah right. yeah that makes it's sense just, uh, again just to be kind of covert about it but it's also kind of mm-hmm. funny you know you open the book and then all of a sudden you know a big yeah oh i mean so. i don't like reading either but i like to like have a lot of books so people think i'm smart mm-hmm. or you could put well, by the way you could put pills in that book too the core is a whole nother thing okay well i like yeah, I like the idea of using books as decor. And if you hollow them all out, when you move them, it, they're a lot lighter. So just something to think about. Yeah, you don't need yeah. those pesky pages in there. No, no. A um, couple more here. I told I told this one to my guy, uh, Sylvester, and my guy, Burlap. Uh, I told him... <laughs> Burlap. It's good to have your touchdowns in a highlight video, but... Schools like Stout and River Falls, they're going to want beer pong in general, chugging highlights to make mm, sure you're a culture yeah. fit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, right. so I told I told Burlap, 
you know, if you guys need a 24 rack, look, I'm not saying I won't buy it for you, but I can't do it more than three or four times during the season. So, so pick your binge drinking wisely. Just keep yeah. your heads down. You know, when you're shotgunning a bush light in the ditch off Highway 41 across from the Outland Mall, uh, no, I definitely can't give you a ride after 9 p.m. on any weekday or really any night in general. So don't ask. I've learned my lesson. Um, so I always got to tell that to John Boy and Burlap. They're always trying to, there's, you know, coach, uh, uh, they're calling me late at night. It's like seven, eight o'clock and they're trying to get a ride from me, but that's just, you know, it's, it's already, you're in the coach's personal time. Right. And, uh, I've already, you know, wet my whistle, if you know what I mean. They only pay you so, yeah, exactly. Like you gotta find your own way home, man. Yeah. And really that seems like kind of something you can only pick up through experience, like knowing, yeah. knowing the right time to get blackout drunk, mm. you know, where you do it, how you do it, it's who to call, you know, form. everyone's going to yeah. make mistakes along that path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you know, if look, I get, I get it. If you're, you know, laying in the ditch with your, with your, uh, with your boys, but you know, if it's after seven, that's too late. My, you know, forget yeah. my number. So, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, boundaries are smart. Yeah. Last one here. You know, this is something I told my guy Goldie and my other guy, uh, Huxtable. Huxtable's the fullback. <laughs> Huxtable's the fullback. Great fullback. And, back, um, I told him, listen, Hux, make freshmen dry clean your varsity jacket. Basically tell them yeah. you'll invite them to the next party and then just never do it. Mm. All right. Cause you're going to be wearing that thing every day. And honestly, and you, and you very well could be wearing that thing into the next decade. So, uh, you know, have the freshman dry clean your varsity jacket, but don't let any of those kids try and rip off any all conference or all state patches off your sleeves. Because, oh, you know, like for me, I had, you know, quite a few. And um, the freshmen are like little rodents and, and they get their sharp little fingernails into the fabric. And then you got to sew all those patches back on. So mm. don't, don't mm. let the freshmen steal your all state patches. Um, those, those are a currency, you know, where I'm from. It's kind of like a, like a nice pelt. It's huge. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it kind of determines your social status for the rest of your life almost. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be 28, 29 years old at the VFW and, and, and not have your all conference patches. Like, like you, you yeah. don't want to be telling someone this is where it used to be, but you'd be laugh you know, out of the joint. Real exactly. one. Notice that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. No, you know, people notice details. So yeah. So yeah, that's just, you know, that's some of the wisdom that, I've been telling Trigger and John Boy and you know the rest burlap. of the boys and Burlap. <laughs> Bur- what does burlap, burlap play? Burlap is sounds like a kicker. Look, Burlap is be like five, a fullback. He's five foot eight. He's two hundred forty pounds, Ooh. and um, he uh, he's averaging a smooth three point two yards per carry. All right, and they call him burlap because he carries all his pads and his cleats in a burlap sack and he just has it mm. over his back and he, he yeah. carries it throughout the school day. And so everyone just says, Hey, burlap. Um, even the teachers call him that. So no one really knows his real name. That's a cool name though. Burlap. Yeah. I'm still trying to fit, you know, trigger and Remington. I think, I think those are their real names, um, which, you know, I kind of feel bad for them there, but, just um, strong values in those families. You know? Yeah, no, no. They're patriots. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah great stuff. It sounds like you're really making a positive impact on on these uh, young men's yeah, lives. It's so important to give back. Um, and so just a tip of a cap to, to you for all you've well, done. Well, it is. You know, and, if, and if I can, 
you know, if these guys are, you know, 16 years old and shit, if I end up, you know, buying them a beer, you know, a year or two from now, just, just at the, at the local, uh, rest stop, you know, it's all worth it. You know, we'll yeah. just reflect and, and, uh, kind of compare scars, you know, I'll, I'll lift my knee up and show them, uh, the mutilated condition of my kneecap and, right. and they'll, hopefully, hopefully they're doing the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, one can only hope they'll play that long. It's like you pass that sort of thing down from generation mm. to generation. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know, just like to see it. Sacred right? bond so, in Wisconsin. We're well, we're on we're on four, and uh, you know we've we we've, hmm. we've got the other guys right where we want them. So yeah. we we purposely lost um, four out of six of our regular season games, mm-hmm. and now now we're ready to start trying. Yeah, people are going to so, overlook you, and that's nice. you're under the radar. You're dangerous, and you're back in the corner. Yeah, I mean. You know, we can get no higher than a sixth seed in, in the in the district playoffs. And uh, because of the COVID hoax, you know, we can't even do state tourney. But, um, yeah, we, we purposely – we like to play the higher seeds in the postseason. We tend to rise to the challenge. So keep your eyes out for the uh, the George Bush um, uh, Warheads. Ooh, or the Warheads. Wow. Yep. Yeah, good call. Wow. Um, well, thanks so much, uh, Chad from Oshkosh. Coach yeah. Chad. Yeah, there it is. Say. Uh, thanks Thank for you. joining. Thanks for letting us into Chad's coaching corner. We'll be sure to revisit that uh, that segment um, real soon because uh, I think we just scratched the surface of your knowledge and your insights. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, the search for beefcake continues. Yeah, please, please. Oh, no like word. It. Hit the streets, hit the bars. Look, tell tell Beefcake uh, if he's man enough to come by the field on a Friday night. You know, I'll I'll get him a lukewarm milk chocolate from the from the concession stand. Okay. Lukewarm hot chocolate. Uh, I can't guarantee the temperature, but uh, the gals there they do a nice job. And you know, I don't know whatever it takes to lure him out of hiding. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, do hopefully that message gets to him because I think that yeah. that could certainly do the trick. Well, uh, we're gonna keep looking. Thanks again to Chad, and uh, take a quick break, wrap things up on Kings of the North. Come back with us. Uh, We're back on Kings of the North. Um, yeah, uh, professor. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we've been without uh, beefcake here. Um, well, any any updates? I, on I, that? I actually do have an update. So, in between segments, I, I went upstairs to answer to Mother Nature's call. Let's say, um, and I, I walked by the bedroom and I, I found a piece of paper st- stabbed with a knife through my pillow, um, and. I guess I haven't opened it yet, but there's a lot of like chili stains on it. So um, I'm just gonna open it up here and hope that it's it's good news. Um, uh, so this is my first time reading this. So, um, okay. So I have a I have a letter here. Uh, it says it says owner. Actually, yeah, it says owner. You have been warned. As you are reading this, so is every single owner of our 13 time. World champion Green Bay Packers. Oh, oh boy! Sounds like him. 
No longer will we, the people, stand by while your rampant disloyalty and irresponsible management of our beloved team. For years, you have had the greatest thrower of the football of all time and have done nothing. Your disgusting exploitation of the working men and women of this great team will be put to an end. We will rise up. We will take back what belongs to us. We will lead this great team to the promised lands once again. Your time is over. Your, and this is in all caps, tyrannical reign is over. The guillotine stand by and will be satiated with your blood. It has already begun. Viva la pack. Viva la pack. Viva la pack. It's not signed. But. Wow. Um, um, you can tell by. There's some clues there. There's a couple clues. Uh, obviously, um, chili. The chili stain's um, a big one. What kind of knife is it um, that he used? Because I I thought he was a butterfly knife guy. No, or no, uh, that's a uh, that's polar sausage. That's polar sausage. No, um, okay, it, so it looks, maybe inconclusive there. Yeah, it's like a serrated like steak knife, but it's like incredibly dull. Um, like this mm-hmm. thing, uh, I don't know. Um, like, I don't know what he's been cutting with it, but it's not steak. Um, it, I don't know. I mean, this is like, should I be worried? No, uh, right? I, should be, I, I have nothing to worry about. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, if we were to assume that this was beefcake, um, I mean, we know how worked up he gets. Yeah, th- there's a lot um, of all caps in here, so that would kind of indicate that it could be beefcake my thing though is that he's using terms like like what were some of the things tyrannical yeah tyrannical rain he talked about guillotines uh which yeah. does that sound like that kind of vocabulary no I, maybe I there's he, someone could he be working with somebody there's got to be like a third party like kind of someone kind of like like pulling the string, some kind puppet of like master. puppet master. Yeah, that's it. A puppet master manipulating beefcake right now. That can, that's the only explanation. Huh. Who could it be? I mean, it's not, wow. it's not the Polish because, you know, those two hate each other. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's Bjorn. I don't know. I mean, you have a lot of enemies. That's, that's what's making this tough. Yes. But I, th- I think that beefcake has to be involved, though. It just doesn't. There's too many coincidences. Right, right. No, the the R13 time world champion thing is just too much of a giveaway. So um, th- I guess this is a true crime, true crime podcast. So like we have a mystery to solve. We do have a mystery, yeah. and it could be, I mean, potentially it could be a murder mystery very soon. Yeah, I'm uh, a little worried about that, um, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, that wouldn't that be the ultimate true crime podcast if. One host. If kills he had to investigate our own, like our own hosts. Like who could, who killed the other? Maybe it was me. You? No, I'm, you wouldn't. Just, to, just to increase some, you know, the interest. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't. Would you put it past me? You know. At a certain time, I'd say, no, there's no way you could do it. But you've been odd lately, ever since and who that knows? blood episode. I don't know how to deal with you. Well, I've, I have been around some people who, yeah. 
let, let's just say that they don't leave like warnings. You know, they, I guess that's what you get a warning. Guess, but I'm starting to feel like there's a lot of enemies on all sides here, and I'm I'm kind of swimming with the sharks now. And um, I just I just wanted to talk about football and stats, guys. And all you, of a sudden, I'm embroiled in all of this. You had to know that doing this this whole like getting this ownership stake of the Packers and doing, and you just being you, you know, obnoxious and arrogant and everything. You didn't think that it was going to come without consequences, did you? No, I'm trying to make the franchise better. I'm I'm taking it in a bold new direction. uh, And I'm I'm trying to... They lost this week to the Vikings. That's as bad as it gets. Got to break a couple eggs to make an omelet, you know? I, I just think that you should have known better. No, let sleeping dogs lie, that sort of thing. I'm, I meant well. You know I meant well, right? This is a world you don't understand. Okay. Okay, okay. I... Wisconsin, Green Bay, Packers, you you mess with them, and this is the sort of, you end up with a, a pillow with a knife in it and a chili-stained uh, death threat note oh. in it. So I don't know what to do. I think you're going to – I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I think we'll just leave with that. I mean, the truth be told, this next week's NFC North games, it doesn't seem like – it just doesn't seem like that important right now. Yeah, there's there's bigger things on our plate um, than, than whatever is happening out there. And I guess we'll be, we'll be back next week, I hope. Um, I, I don't know what's happening to Kings of the North right now, King of the North. Um, yeah, but, I mean, we think that Beefcake might be the one who wrote this note, but I, I guess it just seems like there's this a lot of missing pieces to this puzzle. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we'll definitely, uh, if Professor gets murdered, we'll definitely update you on the details. Yeah, we would do that for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, maybe we could get... Uh, Heimlich, the Austrian on oh. your place, I'm thinking. Yeah, he's, he he's might a be jolly a good, fellow. Yeah, just to kind of, you know, lighten the mood a little bit in case you do get uh, killed. Yeah. Um, just thinking I'll, out loud. I would want it that way. I would want it that way. For sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. This is this is weird. Mm. So, mm. with that, we're going to we're gonna say goodbye. Thanks okay. for joining us. Thanks again to Chad from Oshkosh. Yeah, that Coach was great. Chad. Yeah, that was good. Um, and the search for Beefcake continues, I guess. I mean, he's yeah. he seems to be in a weird spot maybe, regardless. So maybe, he's the, maybe don't the, hit the hard guys. Or maybe, like, call the cops. Approach with extreme caution. Yeah. He's armed and dangerous. Yeah, presumed guillotine wielding. Yeah, yikes. All right, well. well okay, well, uh, with that, uh, for Professor Pigskin. Um, skull, uh, maybe for the last time, guys. It's been fun. This is Rob with an H. Thanks for joining us on the Kings of the North.